welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today, we are back with you. We are back talking about new metal, as we always do. And we are talking about a band that uh, we got a little taste of last summer during our Family Values Summer. In which, uh, famously, David of Corn said, am I a Flyleaf fan? And we all said, maybe we're Flyleaf fans, but we didn't know for sure. So we had to go back to the source, and today we're going to listen to the self-titled debut album from Flyleaf. And get all into this thing, we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about these videos, we're going to talk about it all. But before we get to that, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? And more importantly, who is recommending? Who's recommending? I'll tell you who. The king of new metal. Uh, Gregory Harden II says, have y'all ever reviewed any albums by the band Issues? We have not. We have not. King of new metal. Let me tell you, when you get a, a Twitter mention, and it says you have a, a message from the king of new metal i was like whoa 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 who who's on the other line everybody it's be the quiet king. It's, the it's king it's the king so i you know i told him you know we have not done one yet he's like i think you guys are gonna love them you gotta check out headspace and correct me if i'm wrong jenny we've we've been we got a bit of an issues push last year right we did we did indeed and now the king of new metal is asking us to do it I think something's in the air, you guys. Matt. I don't I, I don't want to be beheaded. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't need to face the guillotine from the King of New Metal. Matt, Matt what are you what are you thinking? Hey man. I you know, I'm always down. Always down to check out what the King of New Metal's suggesting. Okay. All right then. All right. So set your watches, set your clocks. We we're I, we're gonna we're gonna do an issues episode. There it is. Simple as that. Coming soon coming soon we also got some fan art from one jamal christmas jamal sent us something he made together using um some of the wonderful art that has been made for our posters in the past by mark rudolph adding in a little cartoon roach and is this a oh i didn't even realize that that is an actual literal canon yes it is a literal canon and uh, he said, hope you guys like it. Like it. We love it. Thank you so much, Jamal. Thank you very much. And I'll Thank tell you. you what. There is. Oh, <laughs> I was going to make a joke. That wasn't very good. We are on the Poland iTunes chart. I'll just we say it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Our people, our people in Poland were number 158 on the music charts. Hey, sweet. That's Take that exciting. 159, you fucking shitty show. Yeah, whatever show is 159 probably feels like shit right now. Doesn't know why. You just got coached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I'm a, gonna, what a dick move. I'm going to print this out. When we get back into the office, I'm going to ask for a huge raise. And when they say, well, why? I'm just going to slide this across the table <laughs> and mouth one, five, eight, eight, <laughs> not one, five, nine, one, six, oh, 
Uh, you ever heard of a place called Poland? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. I know I'm joking, but that's actually pretty sweet. So thank you, everybody listening in Poland. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, we also got a message uh, over in those DMs. Who's in the DMs? Sliding up in. Uh, Cole Dowden slid up into our DMs, sent us a song, and he said, wait for the chorus, and I can't wait to hear Lauren say to Matt after he drops the audio out, woo, this track, New Metal AF. This track is by a band called Jerk. Okay, uh, here is Jerk with Love Your Drugs. Talk you down Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. It was a little more beepy boy, bloopy boy than I expected. I definitely think it's new metal. I don't know if I want to throw the old AF on it though. I apologize that I did not woo this. Wow. Um, it may have been. It may have been slightly oversold. Um, not necessarily bad, but. <laughs> I think. Not necessary. Oh, Cole, I am sorry. Wow, you got I, your buddy. I, times you got are your hard buddy enough. In, you got sorry. your buddy in the car. You're like, you gotta fucking hear this, and they just went, "Oh, cool." I'm so sorry, Cole. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm sorry too. I'm sorry too. It's um, it was a little more beepy boy than I expected. Now, did you listen to the whole track? No. Okay, so that was your first listen as well. Correct. Do do you think there might be another chorus that I missed? I mean, generally with when we do these little previews on the show, I mean, this is, I mean, we, we gave it a good chunk. I we mean, gave it about a minute. We gave, gave it, it about a minute. a minute. I gave it about a minute. Um, You know what? I'm not going to give up on Jerk because for one, they their name of their band is Jerk. And you know what? Respect. That's New Metal AF, that band name. 100%. They got they were walking out on stage every night. What up? We're jerk. That's exactly how they said it too. Absolutely. What up? We're jerk. We're jerk. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't care. They did not care. Absolutely not. Je- Jenny, what did you think of jerk? Um <laughs> I think I need to hear more. It wasn't it wasn't for me, I will say. Um, oh, Cole, again, I'm Cole. so sorry. <laughs> Our apologies. This isn't a reflection of my feelings about Cole's taste. He's a great person. He's a wonderful person. Big things in Cole. store for Cole. We love Cole. Indeed. All, all sunshine and rainbows ahead for Cole. I don't know about jerk. I don't know about jerk, though. They don't need me. Times are hard enough. <laughs> you know, everybody's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. 
It's fine. Uh, it's fine. All right. All right. You know what? Nigel sent us a list on Twitter. Um, over at uh, Louder Sound, we got a list of the 10 best songs by the 10 worst new metal bands. Um, you know we love a list. We love a list here. And God knows we people making lists all the time. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you through this list. Um, the first, uh, a band that has recently shot back into the, uh, the public's knowledge here, Trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, the first song <laughs> on this list is Headstrong by Trapped. Uh, this is a good song by a bad new metal band. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, up Those next idiots is- coming in iced tea. Come on. Fucking idiots. Uh, I... I can't, I can't with it, but you know what? <laughs> Fucking who knows, man. It's fine. The world's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm fine. We're, fine. Uh, I'm we're fine. all we're fine. fine. Everything's we're so good. Self-care. 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 Put lotion on your feet. <laughs> Put socks on. It'll moisturize your feet. Self-care. Uh, up next on this list, a band that I like, Nonpoint, Bullet with the Name, uh edema immortal is next there this one this is a real this is a real take drowning pool bodies saying drowning pool is a bad band but bodies is a good song i don't know taproot i don't agree with that Mm. yeah taproot poem is on here uh puddle of mud she hates me to me, that whole situation is just a pile of shit all around, <laughs> top to bottom. But hey, I didn't make the list. Uh, Dry Kill Logic, Paper Tiger is on here. Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal, Earshot, Get Away, and Crazy Town Butterfly. That is the list. What do you think, boys? Um, I mean, I disagree with you know, for one, I mean, as we have established, Alien Ant Farm, not new metal. New metal adjacent right. at best. At best. But if you listen to that record, you're not you're not getting new metal vibes. You know, and here's the thing. If anybody I'll say this, if you keep perpetuating this myth that Alien Ant Farm is new metal, we're gonna run you over with a tractor trailer. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm. That's a call. Oh, there it is. Um, but but yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. You just You'll will stop. You'll just stop calling alien planet. Wait a minute. All I'm trying oh boy, to say, Jay, are you okay? I'm fine. Put lotion on your feet and hands. Put socks on your feet. It'll keep them moisturized. Um, anyway, what's uh, next, Lauren? Yeah, um, I, I do want to want, mention one other thing about this list that surprised me was seeing Puddle of Mud on it because Puddle of Mud is not a band that I ever really thought of as new metal, but then I checked the wiki. They got a fat new metal tag on the album. Mm. What? Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. They're back in the news because of an incredibly bad cover they did of Nirvana's uh, uh, About a Girl. Uh, if you haven't seen that video, oh boy, it's a real endurance test. <laughs> but I don't know. There is, there's, no, um, there's no real um, desire in the room here. I think for to do a puddle of mud episode. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was honestly seeing Drowning Pool 
I felt like that was out of line. And I definitely felt it was out of line with um with the uh, nonpoint, who I think are straight up legitimately a good band. So, you know, to each their own. They made a list, we love a list. There you have it. We also had a message. Um, we got tagged on Twitter from a listener, No Offense, who tagged us in a post from Twitter user Note to Scene, who said, Remember in 2014 15 when everyone was calling shitty bands like Kane Hill and Siler the new metal revival? This band, Drag, is that, but actually really fucking good. So, so these guys are making a couple shots here, coming in real hot, saying Kane Hill and Siler, not good. I don't know. Kane Hill? Kane Hill's legit. But now saying this band, Dreg, is actually good. Matt, do we have any Dreg? That's Dreg oh, with two, the two, two Gs. D-R-E-G-G. Dreg. Okay. Yeah, we have some Dreg. Okay. I, I can put some Dreg on deck. Well, they have a lot of albums. Okay. Do we have any time frame? Uh, th- none given. Just that. I mean, I guess they're saying 2014, 15. So I guess if you want to look around that time frame and see okay. what, what's I think hot, we got it's it hot there. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to go with like something that's off of 2020. Okay, we'll do hectic. Let's see if they change their style. We can't see, but my oh, oh my, they're my they oh look my. like lovely young men, and they're Australian. It seems. Also, if you are just looking up images of them, uh, you will find that there is something called Doctor Egg, and it's a cartoon of a chicken with a stethoscope on, which just <laughs> really checks off a lot of boxes for me. So, on on many levels, thank you. <laughs> I thought that was pretty legit. That seemed pretty legit. Yeah. I I liked it. I'd like to yeah, hear more. Add them to the long list. Yeah. I want to hear more of Dreg. Dreg is pretty good. I, I don't, I'm not here for the Cane Hill slander, but uh, I'm into Dreg. All right. Cool. Last and la- not least, we got, uh, we got a little bit of feedback on our 40 Grid episode. Feedback. We sure did. Yeah. Uh, j- <laughs> Jeez, I can't talk tonight. I really j- threw you for a loop. Yeah, I mean, just words in general. We'll see how tonight goes. Well, I'll I'll get it together. Uh, Jax Lawson said it just felt dirty, not in a sexual way, but like in the kind of way where you're 19 and your boyfriend takes you to some rando coworker's apartment and it reeks of beer and cigarettes, and you ask to use the restroom, but when you go in there, there's a pile of crusty hustlers on the toilet, and it looks like it has literally never been cleaned. So you bolt out and try to get your guy to leave, but he doesn't understand what the problem is so you just hold it and die inside a little bit Jax, 
I thought of a very specific house and instance. And it's of somebody who had a pirate flag in the window and a pet ferret that was running around everywhere. I fucking oh, feel God, you a pet so much on it was the it was like there was no door on the bathroom. Like it wouldn't close all the way, and there were just piles of tissues all around the bathroom. And then when I walked mm. out, there was just an old guy sleeping on the couch, and the guy that lived there was like, Oh yeah, that's my dad. And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Uh, so Jax yeah, I gotta go yeah yes 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 wow well thank you Jax for that and um, we're gonna go out in this great comment from Chris who said God I love a good chug you know what same here Chris thank you and thank you everyone who wrote in who tweeted at us who sent us messages keep on sending them roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com send us an email send us a dm over on facebook over on twitter over on instagram or roach coach and all those love to hear from you love to hear your recs i uh, love to see some lists you know every day another list send them on over people have more time than ever to make new metal lists more time than ever so send them on over and um now it is time for the album of the week flyleaf by Flyleaf. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 4th, 2005. That's a come down record. That is indeed a come down record. Jenny, we'll start with you. Uh, history with Flyleaf. Uh, other than what we heard when we were doing the Family Values Tour, no. Um, well, actually, we have a mutual friend who likes Flyleaf and has uh, played it for us a couple times. Logan Pelto, Flyleaf no, fan. No, I did not know that. You did not? Oh, well, then I just named her. I'm so sorry. Um, you've been named, Logan. You've been named. She's an absolutely wonderful, lovely woman. Uh, she... Mm she enjoyed them and uh that is that is what i know of them uh how about how about you lauren how about you matt i was aware of flyleaf a couple of these singles definitely i caught the music videos back in the day was not really my scene it did not really even register to me as new metal yeah I, but i was aware of it i my the other thing was that it was pretty clear to me that they were a christian band and uh then you'd read about it and they'd There'd be a lot of hand-wringing of like, well, sort of, kind of, we'd like to sell some records, so can we stop talking about this? And, you know, um, <laughs> you know. but then they sort of lean into it eventually anyway. So, um, and we're going to get into these lyrics. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was aware of them and uh, knew that they sort of were hanging out. I knew, you know, that, aware of them. And definitely going through this, I'd heard a couple of these songs more than just just the main single so yeah uh, a slight familiarity matt flyleaf yeah i heard um i'm so sick on the local new rock radio station uh, 89x and when i heard it then 2004 2005 mm -hmm. that was a hard pass i was not living for the leaf i can tell you that right now <laughs> living for the leaf matt you might be living for the leaf tonight let's find out indeed jenny who's in flyleaf on this album 
on this album, we have Lacey Mosley on lead vocals, Pat Seals on bass guitar, Samir Bhattacharya, I think, on lead guitar, Jared Hartman on rhythm guitar, and James Culpepper on drums and percussion. We also have a couple of fun little guests peppered in here. Mm-hmm. We'll get to them when it's time. Indeed, we do. I mean, one of these guys, I was like, I beg your pardon? He's here? Very excited to find that out. Producer on this record, our old friend, Howard Benson. Howie B. Back behind the boards. Very good to see old Howie B back behind the boards. Jenny, genre tags, what we got? Uh, On this record, we have alternative metal, new metal, and Christian rock. Oh, there it is. There it it's is. It's all Christian. there. Everyone's here. <laughs> Everyone's here. Uh, that's what you say when Christian Rock rolls in at the very end. Oh, Christian Rock's here too. That's Everyone's everyone. Here. All right. Everyone's here. Shut the doors. This record, platinum. Platinum record. It's a hit, baby. It's a hit. It was a slow burn, but it uh, it was a hit because it, it debuted at number 88. On the Billboard 200, Whoa. selling selling 13,000 copies in its first week. That also is kind of crazy because now I think if somebody sold 13,000 copies their first week, they'd be like, we did it. And back in 2005, 13,000 copies got you over number 88. So, um, But uh, they, they continued. They peaked at 57. And they spent more than 133 weeks on the chart. There you go. There you go. Gutting then, it out. Yeah. They, they, they showed resilience. Seven singles. Seven. Seven singles? Seven singles, Matt. You're going to need to go to your other hand to count all those singles, because they had seven. So, yeah, we have that. Um, Review-wise, reviews mixed. Mixed reviews. Kludge, one of my favorite publications. (laughs) Give it a five out of ten. All music, two and a half. Jesus Freak Hideout, four and a half out of five. That's what adds your mix to it. And uh, and about.com, another incredible website, gave it a trusted source <laughs> trusted for music yeah. critique. You know, um, you know, <laughs> you, well, you go to them, you say, hey, what's it about.com? What's it about? And they're like, mm, three and a half. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Thank you, about.com. And uh, so that's. Basically, we'll get into a bit more of the details here as we go in, but I think, unless there's any... Oh, we got to talk about the album art. So, this front cover, Jenny, this is... um, Describe it for the people. What do we got here? We've got the most 2005-looking young man (laughs) in the history of 2005, um being carried away he's like uh, attached to two birds that are flying away on uh, on strings of some kind he doesn't appear to be in pain <laughs> he seems fine uh he's yeah. obviously a photoshop bro <laughs> just walking yeah he looks Hair like he flopping. has he's got like some some forearms tattoos and he just he looks like he's in 2005 flying uh, to yeah question mark i don't know where 
inside the liner notes, we have uh, some shots of the band recording. We have uh, scribbled in, in and out of focus lyrics, which gives it all. These are very moody liner notes, very moody. Yes. It's, it's hard to read, but it's an intentional moodiness that they're going for. Um, I mean, at one point you sort of like, what, what is this over here? And it's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to remember. I closed my eyes, embraced myself. I only noticed your face. No matter what, you're going to build my shells. Like, ooh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, you go into the thank yous. Just very sincere thank yous. Always starting with God. And they start with God and just work on down. They start with God. They end at Sony BMG Distribution Worldwide. There you go. There you go. That's, That's the list. That's the That's list. the order of things. So one of the things that I found when uh, I was looking at liner notes, and also if you read about it, this album was initially released in 2005, but then a special edition was released in 2007. And uh, there are a few differences in the, the packaging for the re-release. Um, but one of the things that I saw was that it included a, an insert that you could text a specific number for a flyleaf ringtone. And I just thought that that was incredibly of the time. And it made me very happy. I mean, I think we're going to have to think about it as we go through these tracks. Which of these songs will we want to have as our ringtone today? I know already. I don't even oh. need to think about it. I'll tell okay. you when we get there. <laughs> Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, oh, I do also want to mention this band photo on the back. They're all looking uh, pretty serious, pretty serious. Honestly, they look a little tired, but I get that because this is a band that gives you 110% when they're on stage and when they're in their videos. We're going to get to it, let me tell you. And uh, this was a big thrift. Picked it up from Second and Charles for a sweet four dollars and thirty cents. Wow, would have been a lot cool. funnier if it was ten it cents was... less. But <laughs> I know. What are you gonna do? And uh, Jenny knows. Come oh on. man, oh. is this a safety meeting? I'm just <laughs> oh god, just waiting for something to be four twenty. <laughs> Bro, when are we oh, gonna? Yeah. When are we gonna play some doink? Let's get it. <laughs> oh yeah, I oh, love yeah. blazing doink. I will. <laughs> I will you confess. Know. I must confess. You know this old pot head over here. <laughs> oh yeah, knows all about those jazz cigarettes. Yep, we call Matt Lord Green. <laughs> He's just. <laughs> King of New Metal, meet Lord Green. Oh, boy. <laughs> puff, 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 puff. And get your own, it's legal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, oh, obviously, <laughs> we're, we're all cool here. We're cool. We're cool. We're doing, oh, the coolest. We're doing good. We're doing well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's that's the liner notes. That's, that's the mixed to positive reviews. And like we said, platinum, baby. They went platinum. Got them platinum racks. Listen, back in 07, they were like, we got to get this over the hump. What are we going to do? Brainstorm the room. David, what you got? Uh, Ringtones? Boom. Promotion. Boom. Platinum. Yeah, you could also. Uh, could we get on family values? <laughs> oh, yeah. That yeah. worked too. I'd also like somebody to be able to text for some wallpaper for their phone background. 
Don't worry, oh. that was also included on the insert. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I'm tired of having the crazy frog back there. Yeah, it's, it's no hot girl washing your cell phone window, which, again, I refuse to let fall out of memory. <laughs> I've mentioned it several times on this show. It's probably been a year. I'm back to remind you. Remember. Uh, Remember when you could text oh, to have a hot girl washing the inside of your cell phone window? Your to get a hot girl washing the inside of your yeah. text window. Text <laughs> hashtag 420 to 299-477. Yes. Yes, oh, yes, man. yes. I love it all. To get I mean, Eminem with a chainsaw, make sure you text <laughs> 10 one one one. Uh, I, uh, uh, I will admit I, uh, for a while, my, uh, my iPhone background was this photo I found of Lily Allen where she had taken a, I don't know, a camera or something. So they could take a picture of herself in the photo shoot, but it looked like there was light emanating out of her crotch. And I just thought it was great. Rachel gave me so much shit about it until I changed it, but I had it for like a month. Not quite washing a, washing your window thing, but yeah, she wasn't doing anything to help you keep up the phone no she's just no not at all no i mean that's okay yeah um all right well i think we're ready to listen to these songs listen to the songs in which seven of them were singles yes let's do it all right uh the first song is i'm so sick also the first single Jenny, we'll start with you. So we know I'm so sick from the live performance on uh, Family Values 2006, but uh, how'd that studio version treat you? Well, I'll tell you what, I loved it. (laughs) Um, It's, I just really, really, really liked it a lot. I enjoyed her screaming, which I learned that they edited out of the version that they released, uh, the single version. Um, so that to me is a really weird choice, but yeah, I really loved it. I love the screaming. I think her vocals are very poppy. I think it's got a hook and a half. I enjoyed it very much. And you may also know this from the Resident Evil Extinction soundtrack or, uh, the video for this was in Live Free or Die Hard briefly. So it was all around us truly. So you, you may have heard it. Uh, Lauren, what did you think? You know what? Studio version, live version. This song's kind of a ripper. I uh, I really feel like I, I slept on this track. I, I Clearly, when this song came out, I did not give it the time of day. 
coming back around. This thing's a real ripper. It's real good. Great scream. That when she goes into the scream, I was like, "That's the stuff right there." I did not know this that they cut the scream out of the radio edit. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's that's kind of the money shot. That's of this the song. goods. That's the goods. That I lacy agree. scream, my lord. Lyrically, I mean, she's you know she's saying things we can push out, sell out, die out. So you'll shut up and stay mm. sleeping with my mm. screaming in your itching ears. Whoo! Ooh! Ooh! The venom. I'm here for the venom. Very strong open. Matt, thoughts? When I, I remember hearing this song for the first time on 89X, and I remember turning it off, like before, probably turning it off before it got to the chorus. Um, because I felt like listening to that song anew on this listen. Like it felt 100% new to me. Um, I'm still not super crazy about the um, the kind of her vocal treatment on the verse. But the scream is money in the bank. And that chorus is a rock solid alt chorus with a new metal end. You know what I mean? Like they pull it back with the chug and the riff at the end but that you could see that nearly any alt band from the late 90s doing that it's a money in the bank move though and i'm not angry at it yeah it's a real good mix of the alt with the new and both of them complement each other very well you get a touch of both in this way it is uh it's a true as i love to say chocolate and peanut butter combination baby Classic chocolate peanut butter combination. Classic cambo. Classic. So, uh, yeah. So, very strong open, and it, it was it was really nice to just to hear like the touch of the new with the. T- I mean, not more than a touch, more than the touch of the new. And so then I was like, you know what? Let me hop over to songmeanings.com. And Matt, I don't want to blow your mind, but two hundred and four comments. Oh, man, I'm going to have to be the Duke of Dank now. Uh, I, I Duke, to, <laughs> get that hood up. I need up. to put my brain back together. Get that hood up. All right. <laughs> so um, there is a lot of heavy comments because um, a, a lot of people feel that this song could be about abuse, could be about sexual assault, but also... Well, I'm glad that I'm fucking God, miming no, smoking no, no, weed. It's, it's what are you talking Matt, about? That's not, Matt, it's not what it's Matt. about. It's not what it's about. It's not what, it, it's, not what it's about. This is, this is all speculation. You know, when you go on songmeanings.com, you could say a song is about anything, you know? And then Oftentimes, someone, it's about people's specific relationships. So, yeah. you know, how could you know? Yeah. How could you know? Yeah. So, um, but there were a lot of good comments. Jenny, did you have any favorites? Uh, yeah, I did have one favorite, um, and, oh, Jesus, where did it go? Oh, well, maybe not in this. Um, oh, yes, here it is. Why Just Me says, I love Flyleaf, and anyone who says differently can go suck big fat monkey balls. So, the choice is yours. And it isn't even that you have to like Flyleaf, just don't say differently. (laughs) (laughs) Or suck big fat monkey balls mm-hmm. just wanted to let you know what your options were put those out on the table Indeed. which one which uh, ones did you like lauren uh there were a few that i have marked here in my notes uh, i really like this one from kelly times three which either means three kelly's or you were getting 
a triple dose of one Kelly. And she said, this is what I listen to when I'm pissed off. For some reason, her voice is more eerie than any voice I've ever heard. But I guess that's a good thing when you're pissed off at the world. Whoa. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Kelly, Take Kelly, that, Kelly. world. That's Kelly's three Kellys. <laughs> All three Kellys. <laughs> oh, man. Don't mess with them Kellys. Um, and then there was a comment from commenter Headbang for Jesus who said, I was at a friend's house and we were talking about screaming music. <laughs> Best First of comment, all, period. We get together every week to talk about screaming music. So I'm not we do. sure. We do. That, we do. You know. We do. It's just I've never really heard it said that way before. Um yeah, so we I met, I was at I was at a friend's house, we were talking about screaming music, and she's like, Girl screaming is so much freakier than guy screaming. And I'm like, oh yeah. Prove it. Jenny, are you headbang for Jesus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she played this song, and I'm, yeah, you're right. This is so much scarier, and it's awesome. It def sounds like she hates her surroundings, but I think there is another interpretation. My first thought about this was that it was about the sickness inside her. She sees all this around her and hates it, but realizes she found the same thing inside herself, and it makes her sick. She's trying to convince everyone to stop being so sick, and she's trying to convince herself at the same time. She's trying to cure the infection that just won't leave. I immediately thought of the part in the Bible when Paul realizes that no matter how hard he tries, there's something sick inside him trying to rule him, and he can't break out of it. This would be sin. And he says, what a wretched man I am. That was initially the verse I thought the song was based on. Mm. How did it turn out for Paul in the Bible? Yeah, Matt. How to work out for him? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. I have no idea. Yeah. There yeah. are a lot of people named Paul, so I'm guessing it didn't turn out that bad, but I'm just wondering. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let me just say, uh, that's some New Testament stuff, and uh, it doesn't end well for a lot of the disciples, um, Paul included, if I remember. Uh, well, okay. Peter is crucified upside down. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Sorry, Pete. Uh, I will find out. I can't remember. Okay. I'm going to be honest. This is okay. one that, well, that's going to... I guess... Well, he writes... He writes a majority of the New Testament. The, he, if this is Saul who became Paul, Saul of Tarsus, take take that. Uh, so yeah, it, I mean he he as a gospel spreader, very successful guy, very successful guy. Okay, okay. He had a well, conversion. He had a major conversion on the road. He was blinded. Uh, he changed his ways, gave away everything, and then. Uh, became a huge advocate for the church, for the new church that formed uh, past Christ's death. So in that way, very successful, unless that's not your religious point of view, in which his success is your undoing, I guess. I don't... <sighs> Depends on which side of Paul you are, how well he did. Yeah. Ain't that the truth of all of us? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. And we, uh, Jenny, we got to talk about this music video. Uh, this is, this thing, this is a band who's like, we got to break big. 
and we got to do it with confidence and moves. Big moves, big confidence. All the members get a moment to destroy something. At one point, there's a giant centipede. This is this is a Star Maker video. If you want to watch a video and be like, show me some people who are ready to be stars, you watch the I'm So Sick video. What do you think of it, Jenny? I thought it was a pretty good video. I agree. It seemed to uh, have an interest in making this band break out. The looks are oh so like mid to late two, 2000s. Uh, so love that. We got a lot of swooping, a lot of hair wax, a lot of pieciness in the hair going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they're certainly performing. Uh, yeah, I love this song. I thought the video was all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, these are definitely. This is definitely a band with energy. These are these are all young guys and ladies in their twenties. They're ready to do some jumps. They're ready to do some kicks. I mean, maybe a kick flip. I don't know. I don't think they do any in the video, but I feel like if prompted, they might do a kick flip. Someone's done a kick flip. Yeah. Might have done a kick um, It is apocryphal, so that means that it's not confirmed, but basically the thought is that Paul was beheaded by Nero. Mm, Nero! Nero! That so it's the second, second time we've mentioned beheading in this episode, by the way. <laughs> this is the Third most... Third time's the charm. Oh, we gotta get to it naturally. You can't naturally. force the third beheading. Don't force a beheading. Don't. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. I almost beheaded myself. I just punched my <laughs> Oh, no. That's oh, the third no. time. Third time, Jenny. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Well. the prophecy's complete. <laughs> oh, fuck. What if Apostle Paul talked like, <laughs> now the prophecy is complete? Yeah. It's not what you're saying, Paul. It's how you're saying it. And I just feel what like do I you should mean? be honest <laughs> And therefore, Jesus walked. All right. It's just terrifying when you say it like that. <laughs> we're all scared. <laughs> we're, uh, we're all scared. Melissa's not coming back. Uh, she's right. had it. She's a big Zeus guy now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you want to keep going? Let's do it. Why not? All oh, right. with this is Paul voice? Yeah, sure. <laughs> keep the Paul voice, and we're also going to keep listening to the songs on this record. Uh, up next, we've got Fully Alive. But it put a snake on the old fretboard. It's uh, it's very interesting to hear this and think about 
October of 2005. Come Down Record. New Metal on the Wayne Out. Pop Punk Ascendant, but not peaking yet. I don't feel like Pop Punk peaks until 2006, 2007. Well, are you talking mm. about the Fallout Boy version of pop punk, or I'm talking like the the culmination of like Warp Tour. So then you're talking like I'm not talking about Fallout Boy breaking out with Under the Cork Tree. I'm talking about Fallout Boy cementing themselves with Infinity on High at the same time that uh, Paramore is peaking, the same time that all the other bands are sort of riding the wave on that. This is early because you've got a little bit of a chug. You've got this overbearing darkness on it that i went and i was i wanted to confirm my theory so i went and listened to some later fallout boy stuff like later like a couple years later than this and then i listened to some paramore stuff just to see because i there was some paramore comparisons that i'd seen going around and paramore just have a guitar tone that is brighter and a, and a general tone that is brighter and there is some gloom here Lacey's a little gloomier and so i think that's that gloominess with a little bit of this chug they're working in there. Cause initially when the song starts, I was like, is this a little stone temple piloty? But the tone is darker. It doesn't have that fun, classic rock riffing of a stone temple pilot song. It's, it's a darker slightly chug, which I, uh, was interesting. And I, uh, noticed that on all three listens. So, um, but the chorus is bright, but also Lacey intense in fucking tense. So um, I like this one. I thought it was pretty good. Jenny, what'd you think? Uh, I also liked this. I do think it's a little bit darker than a lot of the pop punk that was around. Cause like, so when the reissue of this came out, it was in 2007. That's when Riot was released, the Paramore record. But I think that was like late, like the, the ship is sailing out on pop punk in 2007. Um mm. To me, I, I think that's the end because when pop punk really started, uh, I think gaining a lot of like prominence and popularity, I think of that as like good Charlotte era stuff. Like I think of that as like early 2000s. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I just the reason that I feel so strongly about this is because I remember being in high school and when pop punk started gaining popularity, I was such a little shithead about it. And I remember when jocks started listening to like pop punk because I was like, I don't fucking do anything about punk music. So being the (laughs) oldest person in the room, I would never think of any of, I would never think of fallout boy as pop punk. Because they're more like an emo punk band, you know. Like to me, pop punk is more in that Green Day, Offspring, anything on Fat Records, circa ninety five through two thousand. Like that's you know Yellow Card maybe, <laughs> but like that that's more pop punk to me. But I mean, there might be waves of pop punk. I mean, there always is, right? Right. Yeah, it's true. Different waves. We were all riding different waves, it seems. But we're all in the ocean together. We were all in the same sea. And here we are. Um, (laughs) Here we are. And here we are. Wanting to listen to Lagwagon right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Music video for this song. Band is performing in the wreckage of what was once a home. Plants are growing in the wreckage. Once again, 
Lots of energy. So much energy. These guys show up to a music video set, and they're like, we got a solid 10 hours of sleep. We're ready to go. We're going to jump. We got to jump. You got something for me to jump off of? Does it make sense for me to be jumping right now in the song? I don't care. I'm going to jump. They all have little personal trainer trampolines, and they are just... (laughs) They're happy. Going they're very happy. Very happy. Yeah. Yeah. They are yeah, they're moving around. It, here's the thing. The the line is often said, youth is wasted on the young. I did not think that when watching any Flyleaf music video. Because these guys are like, we're young, our bodies are healthy. Caution to the wind. We're throwing them around. I said, Good for you. Good for you. I would like to know how everyone's knees are now in 2020 (laughs) you know hey bro how how them how them knees how them knees yeah hey flyleaf how how them knees if Mm -hmm. you were or are in flyleaf and you uh, are listening to this first of all thank you secondly how are your knees (laughs) let us know how are them knees how are them knees i hope they're good but let us know let us know indeed uh, so I wanted to know what this song was about because the first line of the song is telling Layla's story spoken. So I'm like, okay, Layla, real person, fictional character. I went over to songmeanings.com because I knew the detectives at that site, they were going to be on it. And lo and behold, top rated comment. First of all, 74 comments. Uh, top rated comment from Dacia, upvoted seven times. Said so this song is about the wife of the lead singer to Trust Company. Flyleaf toured with them at some point. Layla, his wife, had a disease that kept her in bed for long periods of time. And when she was out of bed, she was so happy just for that. She was so happy about something that we take for granted every day. Lacey says something like that in an interview. And subsequent comments confirmed this information. So they were uh, they were hanging out with Trust Company. And you know what? Love Trust Company. Nice to know that Flyleaf is keeping some some good company. Trust company. All right. Well, there we have it. Fully alive. I'm digging this album so far. I'm liking it. Up next, we've got a song called Perfect. If I may go to my notes, we are rocking. There you go. <laughs> there it is. That's that's as, as sure an indicator as any that we are rocking. This is the fourth single from the album. Fourth single. Fourth, fourth sing- track. Fourth single. Third track, sorry. That's that's some confidence when you've got this chorus and you're like single four. 
single four. That's when we'll do this thing. Um, that, I mean, that's another money in the bank course. I gotta believe Howard Benson's behind the boards, just being like, "How many of these you guys got? How many courses you guys got? Like at least eleven, because <laughs> that's how many <laughs> tracks we're gonna do on this first pass." Uh, Jenny, what did you think of Perfect? Um, I liked it. I did think that the first two tracks I think felt a little bit stronger to me, but I still liked it quite a bit. It's so catchy and it's so poppy. That's like where I spent a lot of my, if I wasn't just flat out enjoying this record, which it did, uh, I was spending a lot of time trying to like pick apart is this new metal? Where are those influences? Cause it's so poppy and it's so on that line. And I, I think that you're right that it's just a little darker overall, but to me so far, this was the least new metal of the songs that we've heard. Um, I think that they've like, I'm so sick a little bit fully alive. I can see it. This one to me felt more straight ahead, like alternative rock. Uh, but, yep. but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Matt, what did you what did you think of Perfect? I, I definitely felt like it was more of a straight-ahead rocker. Um, great chorus. Um, but yeah, it felt way more just alt-rock, rock, modern rock radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on what the song might be about? Things, things that are perfect? Probably not being perfect most songs called perfect are about being imperfect Mm, i'm gonna read you some lyrics perfect in weakness i'm only perfect in just your strength alone oh it's about jesus there it is (laughs) uh she then says you save me four times uh so that one i uh you know there were 26 comments and uh I uh, did not need to go to them, although when I went to the first one from Brooke8210, she said, this song is about God, like most of Flyleaf's songs. I was like, all right. So that one was pretty clear. Uh, All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely at this point, though, this was a a moment where I was like, hmm, not so new metal here. Um, But uh, but we are rocking, and I appreciate it. All right. Let's Let's get into this next one. All right, let's get. That's what Mitch says to the dog whenever he's somewhere he's not supposed to be. Let's get. get. <laughs> Sound, sounds yeah. like an old farmer. <laughs> All right, that's just a little something about my life. Uh, up next, we got a song called Cassie.
Oh, I'm going to need to hear the lyrics to that chorus. Do you believe in God? Written on the bullet. Say yes to pull the trigger. Do you believe in God? Written on the bullet. And Cassie pulled the trigger. So this song is about Columbine. More specifically, a young lady named Cassie Bernal, who was uh, killed in the Columbine High School Massacre in 1999. Most famously, it was reported that she had been asked if she whether or not she believed in God, and that she said yes, and then she was shot. However... If you read the book Columbine by Dave Cullen, which I have, and I recommend it to every single person that I meet when they ask about a book, and I read this book like 10 years ago, she didn't say it. Somebody else said it, named Valine Chenur. They survived the shooting. But the old print the myth, print the, print the truth, print the legend, everybody went with the legend. So even though this has been pretty solidly debunked, um, the general viewpoint is that that it happened to this girl. Um, and uh, if you go to the Columbine uh, Memorial in Colorado, which I have been to, uh, there is an entire shrine to her that mentions this specific incident that she said that she believed in God and they shot her, even though... Once again, if you read Dave Collins' book, Columbine, which I highly recommend, this is not what happened. Someone else said it. <laughs> you got to stop re- recommending that book <laughs> everywhere we go. Baby I showers. Don't... Just like they ask for a book. That's not what they mean, Lauren. That's not what they mean. Listen, this has been a real fun gender reveal party, but we've got to talk about this book I read 10 years ago. <laughs> Can we just get into it? Yeah. Um, you know that uh, yeah. you know that folklore about Cassie. It's bullshit. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I was I was at the memorial and I was standing there and I was like, "This didn't fucking happen." There, Why were you there? I, Why'd my you sister, go? My sister lives in Colorado, and my brother in law was giving us a ride back to the airport, and we were like, "Do you want to stop and see the Columbine Memorial?" And we were like, "Absolutely." With the thought in mind, I just recently read the book, which I don't know if you know this. I recommend to everybody I meet. I've heard. Well, you know, my, so, you really was, upset a lot of people at my wedding. I did, I did. I was just. I grabbed the mic and I was like, real quick, we got any book readers? Because I got some. Lauren, for you. my daughter only turns once, once, and you kept talking about it. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. So we went to the memorial, and I'm walking around, and I was like, "There's probably going to be something. There's probably going to be something." And there it was. This whole section. So, yeah, when this song first came on and I realized what was happening, I texted Jenny immediately and was like, oh, shit. You know that book I won't shut the fuck up about? Yeah. I was like, yes, I have 17 copies in my living room. You mail me one every other week. (laughs) Stop mailing them for every major event in my life. I heard every time one shows up now at the house, Mitch goes, get yeah, yeah, and they run away like a dog. They're coming. Although to the Duke, the Duke of Dank is using them as rolling papers. Baby. Oh yeah, he's he's smoking that that sweet vine. I'm I'm smoking tragedy, baby. 
This uh, is the worst character. I hate this guy. <laughs> well, Matt, like, we ain't like done with him, him yet. We ain't done with him yet. No, no, no. So, yeah, I wrote that it still rocks and it's sort of new. But um, the fact that I knew the information was faulty did make it a bit of an irritating listen. Jenny, your thoughts? Well, first of all, I just bought Columbine from my Kindle with one click <laughs> based on the recommendation. <laughs> Um, so I, there's a podcast that I like a lot called you're wrong about, and they did an episode about this and they, they talk about that book and they talk about, uh, this being a a false narrative that was used, uh, by the media and by some organizations to like push forward this whole movement. And so I too was like, that's not what happened. (laughs) Um, but the song itself, I liked, uh, it's, it's a hit to me. Everything on this record is poppy, easy to listen to. Um, you're singing along by the end. The way that these songs are put together, I think, is is great. Um, there was not a single listen of this record that did not feel like a breeze to me. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, that's where I was with Cassie, even though that's not what happened. And also... Me- she still died, and that's super fucking sad and horrible. Yeah, indeed, very sad, very sad. Matt, thoughts? Yeah, um, another one that was a little bit more of a a rocker, I guess. Um, but it didn't feel super new to me. You know what I mean? It's still they kind of flirt with it. I don't know. Yeah, the chorus I didn't think really was, but. The when they would come out of you know, then she pulled the trigger and they would go like that felt like a little bit. The touches are there, you can feel a lot of touchstones in this. And the thing that I actually give them credit for is that I I sense the influences, but I hear Flyleaf, I hear this band, yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Like they come into this thing, and I was like. It's the it's the Flyleaf boys and girls. That's who I got here. Touches the influences, but the but I'm hearing them. This was single number six. No video, Damn. no video. Thankfully, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, no. Oh, thank- that would have not been good. Thank yeah. G, thank G for thank that. You. Yeah, and if you go into the comments and song meanings, you know that <laughs> it would have been directed by Gus Van Zandt. It's a it's a real it's a real mess. But uh, thankfully, a couple people rolled in to say that that had also read the book and also understood that uh, that it was incorrect. And uh, the main one that really nailed it home was good old Tostitos. Um, I assume the actual Tostitos um, chips account rolled in and uh, said, hey, you know what? Debunked. So thank you, Tostitos. You're a great chip. Yeah. And you believe in the truth. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> great chip, great facts. <laughs> what more could you want? Uh, all right. Great chip, great facts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love scoops and I love the truth. And I won't apologize for either. Uh, all right. Well, let's go to the next song. It's called Sorrow. Sometimes life seems to quiet and 
see those hands. My favorite part of us putting our hands up is that you have Corey Taylor behind you just pointing out. Yeah. It's about time for this track on the album, right where it should be. You got to have a moody boy that has a put your hands in the air chorus, you know, to get the people up, the people that maybe have felt a little, a little push pitted too much. You know, you're not going to get a true wall of death pit, I think, with Flyleaf. Um, if they had like, like four more, I'm so sick, maybe. But uh, with this one, though, you got you to give the people a chill moment, put those hands in the air, get some feelings, getting them feels. And uh, yeah, and once again, it has tones of that emo punk, but it still has that darker tone. It's still darker. And I, I'm sure somebody who understands pedals and strings Mm. tell me what they're doing i don't want to hear about it all right i'm talking about moods and vibes all right i don't all even right. know about g sharps look if you don't want whatever. me to explain how this works i won't you can just say it because i know i got oh. i got like 40 packs of guitar strings this week jenny i know I'm, stringing, that I'm just stringing everything up i know you've got strings and you got pedals I also oh my god! Yeah, I I know you got them all. Well, I take that back. You don't have them all because you do not have a Wawa pedal. <laughs> not in this. Get house. that shit out of this house <laughs> no, once again. Mitch, Mitch is going. You give Mitch a Wawa pedal, and he goes get. Yeah. So it's it's done. <laughs> the walls in our house are kind of thin, and when we were recording that podcast. He heard my retelling of his reaction to a Wawa pedal. And he was like, you made me sound like such a dick. I don't hate Wawa pedals that much. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. I hate to break it to you, but um, you and the Wawa pedals is going to be like Cassie and Columbine. Print the legend. All right, buddy. It's <laughs> true. Someone's going to write a whole book about how Mitch just has... <laughs> very middling feelings about Wawa pedals. You know, Mitch and actually is fine with Wawa pedals. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Get out of 645 here. 645 pages. It's <laughs> going to be very, it's going to be a slog. Oh, um, man. Oh, boy. But, Jen, Jenny, what do yeah. you think of Sorrow? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a nice little anthem moment for them. Um, this feels very much their vibe to me i wasn't surprised at all when i heard it uh and i liked mm -hmm. it quite a bit um this music video is very bad which one <laughs> which one was this is this the um this is the one you sent me the screenshot from okay yes i couldn't remember they had so many videos and i did watch them all but yes this was the one where they they dress up old timey and then they uh throw they throw our girl Lacey in a uh a tank where she's got to like houdini herself out of handcuffs 
Um, when they do it, though, there is this one very sweet part in the video. When they throw her in this tank, it cuts to the crowd for a second. And there you can tell that the director was like, look surprised that this is happening. And there's one dude who just looks like he goes, whoa. <laughs> and he makes this face. <laughs> it just made me laugh so much. So I took a little screenshot and sent it to Lauren. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. It was, yeah. <laughs> It's the thing that really struck me is uh, it was the last video I watched um, of the of these of the videos for the album and all the other videos, like I said, intense energy. We're ready to be stars. We're ready to do the damn thing. And this one's like almost a story video. They're all wearing period costumes. So I'm, I'm thinking that this is set in the time period of a of a Harry Houdini. But then when they walk out on stage, they cut to the audience and everyone's wearing 2005 black tees and, and you know, they all might as well be pulling out their flip phones to check if they got their ringtones on them. And I, it took me right out of it. I said, what's going on? And also, there's like, what, 15 people in the audience? If that. It's Lots. very sparse. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't, I couldn't really tell what's going on. It was like, it was like, uh, it, it kind of reminded me of like, you know, we're, we're doing a show. We're putting a show on at the theater. And we got elaborate costumes. How many people RSVP'd on Facebook? Oh, my friend says he's two. bringing. My friend's saying he's, he's. It's only two, but my friend says he's bringing eight people. Yeah, and he only brought like four. <laughs> I'm right out, here, Lauren. I'm no, right here. I've been Jenny. in lots of shows like that. I me too. <laughs> me too. Where you you got your costumes, you got all your stuff, and then you walk out, and you're just like, and because that's the thing. There's this feeling also with them. They're like. We have these period costumes on, and this guy's over here in a, in a goddamn black tee. Like, like, I, what's going on? And, uh, yeah, it's just a very – yeah, it was not what I was looking for from these videos, especially since I was like – I wanted that energy. I wanted the jumps. I wanted mm. to see jumps. It's what I need <laughs> from my Flyleaf videos is jumps sorry. and flips. I'm sorry that you were deprived of your jumps. That must have been very yeah. difficult. It was a little rough. It was a little rough. Um, <laughs> You're very and then on, on top of that, I was like, what's this song about? So I went to songmanions.com. Good place to go. Good place to go. And I'm sure, Jenny, you had to have seen this comment from Hot Guy 7. Oh, I, I'm not sure that I did. Uh, let me, I, okay. I closed that tab prematurely let's see here okay i think you need to check out and read this comment from hot guy seven all right hot guy seven says i think the song is about making the mistake of having sex with someone before marriage and feeling used afterwards when she sings i'll take this piece of you and hold for all eternity i think she's quoting the guy that took her virginity in the song i have no idea if she's a virgin or not Read the lyrics and think about it being about regretting the loss of virginity. Makes sense to me. BTW, I love Lacey Mosley, and I'd marry her if I had the chance. Just letting everyone know that. Get letting you know. I, if the guy that took her virginity said, I'll take this piece of you and hold for all eternity. <laughs> Barf. Wow. Wowie, wowie. Yeah. You know what? If they, if they, if someone did that to me, I would definitely write a song and call it "Sorrow." <laughs> I'd be like, "Come here, I gotta tell you a fucking tale." <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, I would be like, Ugh. "Please, 
please go. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, That's weird, weird, hot guy seven. Get out of my house. <laughs> oh boy. Um Matt, any other thoughts on sorrow? Not really. I, I kind of said it right there at the top. It's okay. it's where this song goes in an album. All so, right. Not shocked. Okay. All right. Up next, and this is a different song. It's called I'm Sorry. I'm sorry. They know how to write a song. They're doing a great job. They really get it done. It's very punchy. It's very fun. It has a pop sheen, but once again, though, it's still, it's not quite shiny. Notice in the verses, we get a little of that scrapey guitar, a little bit of that, that Wes-inflected tapping going on. So I'm catching that a little bit, but it's once again this thing where they're like, what are we going to use? Are we going to use it as the forefront, or are we going to use these sounds for texture? And here it was purely texture. And I admired it, even though it wasn't that new metal. I was seeing just them sort of taking the pieces of it. Um, there's a good scream on this song a uh, little later. And it did make me think about how let our girls scream. You know, we get that real hot screen and I'm so sick. And then they kind of tap it down. And, I, and I, I wonder if that was a strategic move. I don't know. Could always use some more screams. Jenny, thoughts on I'm sorry. I agree. This one seemed a little bit more, a little more poppy to me. Uh, However, I enjoyed it. Feels very much like at this point, I'm like, okay, I think I understand who this band is. And I, they know, like Matt said, they know what they're doing. They know how to write a song. Um, And at this point, I just feel like I'm in the middle of like a, a good alternative rock pop record. But I will tell you. I don't know what the song's about, but I did have a comment that I liked quite a bit. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to read it out of context and leave it out of context as I did for myself. Orgasm is correct. The song is about her being saved or born again after her troubled childhood. I don't know who orgasm is, but I was like, wait, this song is not about orgasms. I'm certain about that. But commenter orgasm. Great song meanings name. Thank you. And, and credit to them to getting in on the ground floor, getting the username orgasm without having to put any numbers or letters. Or paying someone for it. Mm, Millions we, of dollars. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. You <laughs> how, it up, much, how much would you pay? <laughs> so I have my own personal Instagram, as many people do. <laughs> I got in on the ground floor. I have at Lauren. No numbers, no letters. I just happened to 
get an account when Instagram was new, baby. Didn't think a thing about it. L-O-R-I-N. Correct. Your name. My name. No no dots, no, no 82s, literally just Lauren. Just Lauren. And I've been getting messages for years from motherfuckers trying to buy this from me and trying all types of shit. Intimidation, cajoling, negotiation, just being a big old asshole. All types. Seen it all. And I'd say this happens once a week. This happens. I had to lock my account because these people were trying to hack it. These people were trying to get in there. It was absurd. And then they roll in and they say things like, hey, give me your username. Hey, let's make this right. That one's my favorite. Let's make this right. As if I'm just sitting here squatting on my name, keeping it from whoever the fuck this other person is. I Lauren. Other, Lauren. Lauren. It's other, Lauren. I think safe to yeah. assume. <laughs> yes. And um, it's absurd. Drives me a little nuts. People keep telling me, maybe you should sell it. I said, no, 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 no. At this point, no way. Friend asked me, my friend Mark said, how much, how much would it take? I said, you know what? A million. But I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, nobody ever comes to me with a number. Nobody ever rolls in and says, here, here you go. Give me it. They always want to negotiate it or whatever. Oh, I take that back. One person offered me 20 bucks once. And I said, no. No, I just deleted the comment. Anyway, a little bit about me and my Instagram issues. There you go. Well, now they know your price. Lauren's <laughs> of Instagram. You know. you know. All right. Up next, we have yet another single. This is actually the third single from the record, All Around Me. slow boy uh yeah slow moody boy but uh once again a very strong chorus this chorus might as well be the sounds of coins dropping into a bank because that's money <laughs> in the bank <laughs> let me tell you i wrote in my notes classic flyleaf 
I know it's their first record, but this is a classic Flyleaf track. That chorus is made for Warp Tour, Warp Tour main stage, all types of kicks, high kicks, spin kicks, flip kicks. That's what that chorus is all about. Maybe if you get if you coordinate with your other rhythm guitarist and you're the main guitarist, you both decide to spin at the same time to give some stage symmetry. Not telling you how to do your live show, just telling you about stage picture. There you go. Yeah. Jenny, thoughts on All Around Me? I thought it was a pretty strong slow boy. Good pop song. Definitely anthemic. Uh, it was their most successful single. Mm. This was like their, this was their, uh, this one was certified platinum in 2010. So, yeah, people liked it. There was a, a video for this. Uh, Good video. Good video. A lot, lot of paint, a lot of jumping. I know that you would like that, Lauren. They're all wearing white. And then the walls, at first I thought the walls were bleeding. And I was like, here we go. But then it's paint. And then they're jumping around in the different types, different colors of paint in their all white outfits. At one point, getting all messy, but they are still playing and they're still jumping. And I said, that's that's the young right there. Because you get later, you're just like, oh, I'm sticky. Oh, this is oh, this is a mistake. But when you're like 25, 24, 23 somebody's like we're gonna dump paint on you for 12 hours while we make a music video you're like let's fucking go get that paint more paint bring me some more yeah more great paint. video yeah more paint yeah matt thoughts and all around me you said it better. i mean this is at this point in the album we're in the back half we've only got about four more songs to go they they've got a winner already you know like even if the next four songs are shit this album's money in the bank so they know what they're doing this is really well put together mm-hmm. um com just confirming what uh, anybody with eyes and ears looking at these lyrics would know this song is about faith in god there you go uh yeah. There you have it. Let's do it. All right. Up next. Now, there are a few songs on this that were kind of ghosts co-written with somebody named Will Hoffman. So this next one is one of those songs. Uh, And it is called Red Sam.
this is one song that I wrote in my notes that this was a bit of a flyleaf walk so Paramore could run situation. That's uh, <laughs> that's where I got from this one. I uh, felt that a couple times in this record. Yeah. 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 This one, this one hardcore though. Um, I liked it. Um, good. Feels like a back half, hands in the air kind of song. Jenny, thoughts? I agree. Yeah, I got a lot of Paramore vibes from this, um, but I. They were both, they were placed together on a few different lists, I noticed, um, in like 2008 and things like that. Cause I was like, why am I like associating these two so closely? It's, it's not just that they have a, a female vocalist, but it, yeah, I mean, there's like a lot of, a lot of similarity here. Um, especially this song. Um, I thought it was fine. Back half song, uh, a rider 98 said, guys, I see a lot of you trying to make this song worldly and try to make it so that it's not about God. But honestly, that's not possible. Uh, so I love the confidence of that <laughs> comment. And that's where I landed with good old Red Sam. Uh, I, I like the rest of this comment, Jenny. He says, you can't make this song not about a God encounter. John fourteen six. I am the way, the truth, and the life. All of it relates, and I see you guys trying to make it about a boyfriend or something, and I try not to laugh. I mean, and I worship. Yeah, I'm sure she worships her boyfriend. I gotta say, I don't think he's wrong. I just really <laughs> like his hot take coming in there. Like... It's not possible. Um, it is a stretch to make it about something other than God, though, based on what I'm reading here. Uh, but hey, you know what? I didn't write it, so I guess I just don't know. You just don't know. I guess I just don't. Yep. All right. I Let's do know oh, what's yes. next. Yes, Yes. And it's uh, it's there for you. And this is featuring a very special guest, one David oh, I've been for this. Navarro. <laughs> uh, row. <rut> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Oh, they really are on uh, on a little bit of a cruise control for these last four. Navarro come in as a ghost guest vocalist, or is that just his? Uh, it's his, his guitar. Scoobities. It's his little guitars. It's his little guitars. It's just me. I'm a little guitar. Listen, I'm Dave Navarro's little guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Navarro's little guitar. How are you? I'm good. I'm Dave Navarro's little guitar. I get played. Uh, well, well, Dave Navarro's little guitar. All we need from you is just to give us a uh, little bibbity boops and a bobbity bips. Can you can you do that for us real quick? A bibbity boop, bobbity bip. 
Oh, thank you, Dave Navarro's little guitar. I really appreciate it. Um, a real glimmery case. sound. Okay. All right, we'll oh, see you well, later. Well, nope. And away they went. Well, there you go. This is a power ballad. And I, I mean, you kind of get the gist of it. Like you said, Matt, <laughs> kind of a cruise control situation. And uh, I thought, you know what? This seems pretty cut and dry. I don't know why anyone would argue about this song for any reason. But then I went to songmeanings.com where there is a fight in every comment. (laughs) (laughs) I had to pick only one because we don't need that much fighting. I don't know if there was one that you liked, Jenny, but my favorite was from Break Me Open who said, guys, I don't honestly think this song is about God. More for a friend. I mean, no one knows the color of God's eyes. And how can someone be there for God? God doesn't need you for advice because he knows everything. And I was like, that's a got him. Got um. Got him. G-O-D. Think about that. Got him. You go up to anybody. You go up to the Pope. Be like, hey. What color are God's eyes? He'll be like, oh, shit. He disappears. Yeah, you you can't get near the Pope. Mm -mm. Just know that. Not with a question like that. No, Mm -mm. not with a question like that. No. Look, I went to the Vatican not that long ago. You can't Mm -hmm. get anywhere in the Vatican, and you ain't getting near the Pope. So just give up the dream right now. (laughs) You're thinking about seeing the Pope? Sorry, bud. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Oh, Sorry. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Do you want to stand ass to ass with all of humanity and not realize that you're in the Sistine Chapel? <laughs> Go to the Vatican. Uh, we, I have to tell you, the Vatican was like hell on earth. There was all of this like beautiful. There's it was just like non-stop opulence it's beautiful there's ancient art everywhere it's like incredible but there are so many people there and everybody's acting horribly and our friend one of our friends i went with a group of friends and one of our friends was like went through the whole thing and didn't realize that he was in the sistine chapel so he just walked out that's the whole reason he wanted to go (laughs) And we got out and everybody in our group was just like angry. Like I got angry with Mitch at the Vatican. Like it was just, it was horrible. Nobody had a good time. Everybody was grumpy eating like shitty expensive sandwiches in like the nineties Vatican, like (laughs) cafeteria. And our friend was just like, I didn't even see the Sistine Chapel. (laughs) We were like, it was that room where all the guards were like yelling at everybody to shush. And people were like trying to take pictures, but you're not supposed to. And he's like, what? And we're like, yeah, he's like, I didn't even see the sea. I didn't even look up. And we were like, yeah, dude, it was right back there. Do you want to go back? Oh. He was so pissed off and it was so funny, but it was so horrible. Don't visit the Vatican. Go to St. Peter's Basilica. It's beautiful and nobody gives a fuck. So nobody's there. Um, 
I gotta say, bless you for not putting this person on blast. Although the moment you started doing the voice, I knew immediately who you were talking about. and forgot to look at the Vatican ceiling. Who, like, of course, Father Sister Chapel. Like, of course, that person didn't do it. Of course, <laughs> we thought he was joking. He was totally serious. Uh, it was rough. It. it was rough. Oh man, that's amazing. All right, let's let's do it. Let's All right. Uh, quick cue before we get there. How respectful of our time is this album? Matt, this record is 33 minutes and 42 seconds. A cool fucking breeze. A breeze. Uh, All right. Up next, we've got Breathe Today. You can only move as fast as who's in front of you. And if you assume, just like them, what good will it do? So find out for yourself, say your ignorance, we'll stop bleeding through. Yeah! Forces me to believe in this, and I have learned to say, and I can only say what I've seen and heard, and only you can choose. Where's the Sistine Chapel? <laughs> Look up, motherfucker! <laughs> what do you mean? I'm scared to pickpocket. You, you guys, are you fucking? With, are you fucking serious? Are you? Oh. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> this is my favorite story. I love this so much. Uh, oh my lord! Um, this song, uh, Lacey singing with a bit of a snarl, a bit more, less dour than she's been in a lot of the record. This one's a little more like I, I would never accuse Lacey of being like at a party. Doesn't strike me as a party girl, but this is the most like real punchy rocker in, in a lot of ways lyrically or vocally in her vocal delivery um and i mean she's singing about breathing suffocating common new metal themes if we had true, true. if i if if i had had the wherewithal and the then the foresight to catalog every time we came across a song with breathing or suffocation issues we'd have quite a tally especially 200 plus episodes in um so I like this one. There's some strong screams later on. Once again, don't bury Lacey's screams. Let Lacey scream. I think I got to make that a hashtag. Um, so, yeah, I was into this one. Jenny, thoughts? I also liked it. Um, I felt like this finally kind of got us back into more of like the, the new metal adjacent zone, but I'm still not the, I'm still not super convinced that this is a new metal record actually um i i kind of well we'll talk about it soon i feel like mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about this pretty soon but yeah i enjoyed yeah. it um mm -hmm. a little heavier loved that i'll let lazy scream i agree mm -hmm. yeah matt thoughts yeah i i i like it it's inoffensive it's getting the job done but kind of at this point in the record i'm like all right, they're just taking it home. 
So this song had a music video. It was not a single, but I believe this was an older song that they re-recorded for the album. Can you confirm that, Jenny? Are you? Do you know? Yes or no on uh, that one? I don't know offhand, but that sounds right. Because the music video is the first one I watched, and it's dated 2004. And it's the version on the song is feels slightly different. I think it's a little, maybe the tempo's a little bit faster. But let me tell you, the energy, the energy in these boys, they are all moving so aggressively, so much jumping, so much go. It is something else. It is a workout. Let me read my notes. All caps. Look at how hard these boys are rocking in the background. It's tremendous. The visual of these guys all rocking so hard, so hard in an enclosed space, and nobody is ever hitting each other. So that made me feel like I'm watching a unit. I'm watching a team that know their moves, but also they never stop moving. They never stop moving. And I've never made a music video, but I have watched many an episode of Making a Video. And isn't that what it's called? Making the Video? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you. You got to run it more than once. You don't just get one playthrough and you go home. You're on that set for 8, 10, 12 hours until they get the shot. These guys, they never look like they're wavering at all. They're like, you need to do it again? Let's fucking go. I'm boundless energy. Inside of me, it ain't heart and blood. It's fucking the sun, baby. Let's go. I'm telling you, you want to see energy displayed at a level rarely ever seen you look up the music video for this song something else there you really go something else knees in great shape yeah oh Everything's yeah everything's going well yeah i want to know knee peak they're knee. at peak knee guys they're peak knee if you are in we're in flyleaf how are your knees let us know roach podcast at gmail.com let us know all right, we've got one track left. Uh, and of course, we are doing the original issue. The re-release has lots of bonus tracks and some acoustic takes on some of the songs. Um, but we're just doing the OG here. So this is the last song for us, and it's called So I Thought. You're out in the audience right now. You're feeling this shit. You better get your hands up in the air. No wonder this thing went platinum. Something for everybody. Oh, Especially yeah. if you're preteen teen. Yeah. 
Yeah. You need to go out on this um, soft boy, you know, the guitar. The guitar, I noticed on the last song, this is like the most gleaming of that pop punk emo sound on the guitar in this last song. Really comes out, really pops out on this one. But also, first listen, I put this thing on, I go, whoa, hold on. That vocal melody up top, that reminds me of something. What is it? Drive me crazy. Listen number two. Oh my god, what is it? It's drive me fucking bananas. Listen three. I'm finally I'm sitting down somewhere. Comes on. I'm like, what is it? I'm sitting there. I feel the words of this other song in my head. I start to verbalize it. Third eye blind. Got a wine. Oh my. Same vocal oh my. melody up top. You know what? You gonna steal? Steal from the best. And if you can't steal from the best, you steal from the janks. <laughs> Pretty explicitly about Jesus, I felt. Um, Jenny, thoughts on So I Thought? I loved it. You take this record, you put it in my hands when I'm in seventh, eighth grade. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... I, I, I was feeling it. I was pro... So I thought. All right. Well, there you have it. That is the album Flyleaf by Flyleaf. And now it is part of the show where we can and talk. Talk about the cannon. <laughs> Indeed. Talk about the cannon. We're going to talk, talk about, about the, the cannon. <laughs> Oh, holy David Navarro's <laughs> tiny guitar. What Dave, are you doing here? What are you doing here? You're just talking about the, I gotta go in my case. <laughs> oh, so. Oh. See you later. Oh, see you later. Um, indeed, we're going to talk about the new metal canon and whether or not Flyleaf deserves a place in it. Jenny, we'll start with you. So I really, really, really enjoyed listening to this record. I am certain I will return to it. If I was going to have a ringtone from this record, it would definitely be I'm So Sick uh, with the screams, not the radio edit. That said, I think that this album has moments where you get some new metal elements, but there wasn't anything that I thought was straight ahead new metal. I think it was more an issue of when this came out, people maybe weren't sure how to categorize it or where to put it. And it was in such close proximity to new metal and such close proximity to like a lot of other styles of music that were kind of gaining popularity that that maybe is why it ended up in that category. Um, so while I really enjoyed it, I wouldn't put anything in because I don't actually think it's new metal. Lauren, what do you think? Uh, you know, I wrote my notes, the flyleaf get in, they get the job done, and they get out. It's like you said, Jenny, this was three very breezy, easy listens. Um, except for the fact that on the last song, I was like, what does this fucking remind me of? But I mean, other than that, easy breezy listens. Um, I mean, basically rock the whole time, even like the mid-tempo boys, like you still get some strong rock and choruses. And yeah, it's new metal textures I'm I'm catching in there. It's they're far enough out when this record comes out that it's yeah, they're just using it for coloring and I definitely think it's a proximity thing. I feel like maybe even they if they don't go on family values, the tag's not there at all. I'm so sick is the only thing that comes close because 
we have the screams it has some solid chug it's definitely like the most aggressive song on the album i mean i do wonder a version of this album with more screams hashtag let lacy scream um maybe moves it a little closer but yeah i mean i'm so sick i think is great i would also make that my rick tone um although right now though maybe maybe not the best ringtone to have right now you know no 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 you're out no. you're social distancing and then i'm so sick comes out on your phone people will take that the wrong way not gonna go well for you no so um yeah i i wouldn't put anything in but definitely a a good old time uh listening matt thoughts great gateway album if you if you ask my opinion somebody who is looking for a soft entry I, I think I think this could be like if you like this, you might be able to get them to listen to something a little bit more. You know, it's kind of like you listen to this, then you go to Lincoln Park, and then if you're there, then you could probably go into something a little heavier. You know what I mean? It's like a very training wheels album. It's very easy to listen to. Absolutely genetically engineered to be radio friendly. They pull it off with a plum. It's a delight. Nothing goes into canon. But I maligned this band for no reason. Flyleaf is pretty good. Pretty damn good. We've come full circle, going all the way back to David on the Family Values 2006 video saying, I guess I'm a Flyleaf fan. And here we are. I guess we are too. Uh, so Flyleaf, not in the canon, but you've made three more fans today. There you go. And that does bring us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or RoachCoach and all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your recs. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions. Uh, send them on over. We want to hear them. You know, let me tell you, I am still thinking about that Pump Up the Jam cover from a couple weeks ago. Still thinking about it. So... <laughs> love to hear about it so keep those keep those coming to us we love to see it and until next time jenny thank you lauren thank you Matt. thank you you thank you all right bye bye Towards you